0: Welcome to the Fire & Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire & Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to the Fire & Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford.
1: I am Kathy Groover, and we are coming to you on this slightly overcast California day uh, to uh, just go through a couple little topics again today. We thought we'd uh, do some little short ones, and uh, I'm about to go on a big trip. I'll have returned from said big trip by the time this airs, Uh, but uh, we thought we'd talk about travel today and how travel can expand your consciousness, how experiencing different cultures, different areas, heck, different restaurants down the street from your own house uh, mm-hmm. and help you grow, evolve and be a better person. So, so Jason, let me ask you a question. If you could get on a plane and go anywhere, money, safety, not a factor, where would you go?
0: Ah, uh, well, I've only been to like 38 countries in the world, so I've still got a lot <laughs> that I have to cross
1: I don't cross think you can name 38 countries. How did you, been to? I can't name 38 countries.
0: You can't name thirty? Uh, yeah, no, I've been to, I've been Maybe. to 40, 48 of the 50 states. I've still got West Virginia and Hawaii to do, uh, and I've been. Yeah, I think it's thirty eight. I I kind of keep track of the different countries that I've that I've gone to. Mm-hmm. So over the time, I've been I've been to a lot of different places. There's um, you know, where would I go and get on a plane right now? Yeah, it, if money and
1: like safety wasn't a problem.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of you know it kind of varies because there's there's a lot of different. I would I, I would probably say right now um south america mm. someplace because that's um that and antarctica yes. are the are the two country or the two continents that i haven't been to um yet
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um i mean i, I want to go to you know peru and some of those places like to machu picchu yes
1: um
0: but but i've always thought of one trip to where you know i'd go to south brazil Uh you know sao paulo rio and then and then take the little hop down to antarctica uh so that way i could you know cross off both of them i don't know what there is to do in antarctica other than look at penguins but but you know i want to be able to say that i've been there you know and it's 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 a cool place metallica is the only uh band who actually has played in antarctica so fortunate. they played on all, all seven continents. Yeah.
1: Wow. So I'm with you. Okay. So I only have also two states to go to.
0: Do you? Okay.
1: Mine is, uh, 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 Delaware uh-huh. and, um, Oh my God. I'm totally blank. Montana. Really? Which you think I would have been to Montana. I've been all around Montana and I grew up back East. So I was all around Delaware, just never have gone. So those are my two states. Well,
0: you might've been to Delaware. Did you blink when you were driving?
1: <laughs> well, I actually called this years ago when I started to look at this because someone had posted the which states have you been to? And I realized, holy shit, I've been to like almost all the states. Um, and I called my dad. This was years ago when he was still alive. And I said, so when I was a kid, I'm sure we drove to Delaware, right? And he goes,
0: no, I don't no. think so,
1: Kath. And I went, no, 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 seriously, we've been to Delaware, right? And he goes, why would we? It's on the other side of the state. Like if we we're going somewhere, we would just head south. And I went, well, crap. So I've still not been to Delaware. And... Um, I really, really want to, I mean, next time I'm back, I'm going to drive out of the way to go. And then same thing with you, I've never been anywhere in South America. And next year we're planning a trip to Machu Picchu. Oh, you are? I would, yeah, next September. And then I would love to go to Antarctica. So I've also never been to Asia. So in 2024, the trip is going to be Cambodia and Vietnam.
0: Oh, see, and those are, I've I've been, I've been all around down there in the Southeast. I've been to, you know, Singapore, uh mm. malaysia thailand but yeah cambodia and uh <clears throat> and uh, vietnam are still on my list well because i think you just went to the the uh, uh cambodian exhibit that we had here in la yeah. too right? we went to, we went oh, to that as well
1: angkor wat oh angkor wat. it was so imp- it was so incredible i've always wanted to go there and it's like you know plan the trip then and that's going to be one of those like you need tours you that's going to be a yeah. lot of planning so um uh eric's mom is actually we were talking to her about how we want to go to Machu Picchu and she was planning on going anyway so she's got some of a group together so we're all going to go with her next year so that'll be really fun fun well
0: what's what I was going to say what's funny too is one of my friends from high school just this last month you know he posted hey you know I'm in West Virginia that's the my last state and I'm like really it's like I've got two left Hawaii and West Virginia he's like those were my last two as well. We went to Hawaii last year and West Virginia this year. So it's like small world, yeah. right?
1: Well, and it's most people guess things when I say I've only got two left, they guess things like, oh, you've probably never been to North Dakota. You've probably never been to Kentucky. You probably, and I'm like speaking, right? I mean, we get mm-hmm. to travel all over the place yeah. for that. And being that I grew up on the East Coast, I did all of that. And then driving cross country, I killed off a lot of those flyover states in the middle. And then with speaking, I was just in Nebraska and mm-hmm. the woman who booked me for that conference said I bet you never been in nebraska and i said i was in nebraska four years ago today actually doing a sleep conference so yeah. you know tra- uh, i love traveling i've i've even as a kid it the thought of like experiencing other things and you know we've talked a lot about going for it and stepping outside your comfort zone and to me getting to experience i mean frankly even in this country how other people do things, right? How the sensibilities and the foods and the customs and the traditions. And when I went to Cuba, when I went to the Middle East, when I went to South Africa, you know, experiencing other people just living their daily life. You know, I just want to sit there and like watch for a while, not a long time. I want to experience the things too, but, but it's like to observe just other cultures to me is one of the most consciousness expanding things that you can do. What's been your most unique experience when you travel?
0: well i think i think cuz i i like to travel a little differently sure. so cuz actually what you were talking about there the with the daily life is i like to go down the back alleyways right because there especially there's there's a lot of places in the world where you know they have a huge tourist economy uh-huh. and so they they you know for for people that maybe haven't been outside the us right maybe you've been to vegas right so i'm going to use vegas kind of as an example Uh right you go to las vegas everybody knows the strip right and so up and down the las vegas strip there is you know this out of this world stuff that's there there's been billions of dollars that have been invested into it with the the walkways the buildings uh, that everything uh, is nice and clean and pretty and the way that they want you to experience las vegas as a tourist yep. but if you drive around las vegas you find out there's some very different parts to vegas right there's what they want you to see as a tourist and then there's how people really live yep and so <clears throat> i always love doing that wherever i go yeah. Right. And and what's interesting is there's some places where there's a very stark contrast. You know, yes. like the, like the Vegas. I mean, in the Middle East, most of the places in the Middle East, there's kind of this area where they kind of want the tourists to hang out, and then you go out a little bit and you see how people actually live. Yeah. Right. Because and to me that is what is you know, so interesting, even even in in some places, even like here in the US, you know, back east, right, because you grew up back east. Mm -hmm. And I love going to some of the smaller neighborhoods in places like Boston or New York, right? It's the same thing. And you just see people sitting out on the sidewalk, you know, a couple of old guys just sitting on the corner, talking, you know, and and Mm -hmm. things like that. And just, just realizing or seeing how people actually live because it's a lot different than our experience you know whether we want to admit it or not we all kind of grow up in a little bubble yeah right even if we're in a big city we're kind of in a small neighborhood we're in a bubble probably a lot of people in the same socioeconomic uh you know status where we are Uh and so it's easy to forget absolutely that there's people living a completely different life oh, i man. find this now you know like you said it's starting to get overcast and a little cold here in california i mean it's that's a big deal for us right because this happens like 30 days a year like 10 percent of the year so, right uh,
1: more up here in santa barbara we're overcast a lot a we lot more a lot of fog and a lot of cloud cover and yeah
0: yeah so we don't we have sunshine 330 days <laughs> a year here in l.a and so you know when when it's winter time for america it always still kind of surprises me you know i'm on the phone talking to somebody and they're like hey how's the weather and it's like hey it's 70 degrees oh really it's like minus 3 and we've got mm-hmm. 3 feet of snow and it's like <laughs> oh yeah there's actually people that are dealing something with snow different. right now something mm-hmm. different
1: yeah yeah it's i love that you're talking about you know turning that corner right i was on a cruise ship in the caribbean and stopped on St. something, St. Martin, St. something. And, you know, that first two blocks deep is by the shot glasses and the fancy restaurants and the, you know, the the touristy restaurants, the singer frogs and the hooters and the, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I want to go further. And I remember walking just three or four blocks back, hanging on the left into the shantytown kind of area where it was very <laughs> teeny little local restaurants and teeny little huts and houses where the people on this island were living and ended up having the best lunch. And you know, most of the people that got off that cruise ship would never have walked back there. (laughs) It's dangerous, that's creepy, that's scary. You know, to me, it's like, I'm the adventure seeker, right? Same thing when I was in Egypt, going to the pyramids was so incredible and going to the museums was breathtaking. And just as fascinating was being in the car with the driver and driving down just the regular streets and seeing the regular people going to work and the, the donkey, you know, with the, car- yeah, the the truck thing on the back with all the hay and the kids sitting on top. Yeah, but he's got a cell phone, you know, and you're like, whoa, this is like <laughs> a mix of cultures in South Africa driving around through some of these towns. And you know, I sat in the front of everyone else was in the back of the the tour bus and I was like up in the front, leaning forward with the tour guide, going, What is that? And tell me about that and what is that kind of food they're eating? And he's like, Why are you asking all these questions? And I said, Because when am I gonna be back here? like I can have KFC in America. I mm-hmm. want to experience this culture. I want to experience not only the history of it, because I'm, you know, show me a ruined building and I'm excited, <laughs> you know, or some ancient structure. It's like, woohoo! it's a pillar. Yay. Uh, but I also, yeah, you know, I want to experience that culture. I want to know how they're living, how they used to live and what brought them to right now. And, you know, you come back to this country it, with an expanded consciousness and the news is so great at demonizing other cultures. And when I went to the Middle East, I had—I was going to Jordan and I was going to Egypt. Jordan is probably the least Middle East place in the Middle East, um, but people are yeah, scared yeah. for me. They're like, you're gonna get beheaded and you're not gonna come back and you're gonna get kidnapped and don't call me for ransom. And i they actually started to scare me to the point where as the plane was landing and it looked just like the Burbank airport, like you seriously didn't know you weren't in Burbank. I expected to see bombs going off in the distance. Because everybody had convinced me that the Middle East was so scary. And it's like, but we're just fueled this, this, this ignorance for, you know, because we're believing what we see on TV. And it's not always true. And so I came home with these amazing stories and these incredible experiences um, from just opening up and being, you know, accepting of whatever was gonna come from this other culture and this other world. It was really fascinating to me to see how other people were living
0: yeah well and it's interesting and even even a lot closer to home right so I I was talking to somebody yesterday Canadian who moved down to Mexico oh right and um it's the same thing you know a lot of people think about Mexico as you know this poor third world country yeah and it's like folks it's it's a first world country (laughs) there's a 150 million people that live there right it's it's almost half the population of the U.S. And I mean, beautiful, new, I mean, very, very uh, modern place, uh-huh. right? I mean, I mean, it, it, it'd be like people looking at America and going to some place in central Mississippi and looking at a few shacks and saying, oh, well, that's how America is.
1: Right. right? Yep. It's, it's
0: like, it, it's not that way. And it's interesting, like you said, how many misperceptions, you know, that we get fed Okay. about some of these different places in the world, about some of the different people, um, what they're like. And until you go out and you actually experience it, you, you don't know what's real because right. you're just you're just relying on somebody else's opinion. You yeah. know, like yeah. you said, I mean, all those people telling you about Jordan, oh my gosh, you're going to get beheaded and you're, you're a woman and you're going to have to, you know, you know, wrap up, <laughs> you know, and it, it's not that way at all.
1: No. in jordan well and i just looked it up only a third of americans have a passport mm. and i would venture to say that some of those people only got them because they had to go to mexico or they were going to canada because now you know we usually have to need have it. that, <clears throat> um or they went on a cruise to someplace and you know maybe it stopped because like even on our alaskan cruise we stopped in canada so we had, a pa- had to have a passport for that um there's been so few people in this country that venture out of their own backyard. Uh, I remember being at a friend's wedding in Pittsburgh, and it was the first time grandma had been out of her small town. Mm-hmm. She had never been on a plane. She's never seen the ocean. She, and I'm thinking, how can you, you know, to me, that's living small because I want to experience everything. Um, but I know a lot of people who are fine to never get on a plane and travel anywhere
0: well and because because here in America we have always been isolated because it's it's so far it's it's such a big geographic country yeah it is it's very easy for people to never leave their little town never leave maybe a 50 mile radius of where they Mm -hmm. grew up and it's it's interesting you know too. again kind of the culture differences between you know here in America versus Europe right where Ah. it's like the the countries are so much smaller and people are moving moving around all over there I mean you go to Europe and it's it's not uncommon most people speak at least two languages at if least. not three four five different languages as well right because and in, in even something like that you know learning another language learning how you know some of the words and and some of the ways that things are put together can teach you a lot too about different places in the world it just opens you up that much more right yeah. and and i think the more that you the more that you do that um the more you realize that a lot of the stuff you're told is just bullshit.
1: yeah right absolutely
0: because it's somebody else's opinion it's some stereotype it's some you know whatever you know, for whatever reason that people are telling you. And it's just not true. And the only way that you can know is to actually experience it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's take the other side of this. Travel is expensive. Hmm? Travel is a privilege to get to hop on a plane and go, you know, like I said, we're about to head to London and Ireland. And it's a huge privilege that we have the funds to be able to do that. There's still a way to experience other cultures. There are so many travel shows on TV, so many videos on YouTube now of, I remember watching there was a TV show it was this like 3D remodeling of the Parthenon, and it was showing Mm -hmm. them how they were rebuilding it where it came from and what they built and what was under it beforehand and they had all this you know amazing like CAD 3D modeling. Of what this would have looked like when the ancient greeks were there and was said ancient egyptians that's not right ancient greeks were there and you know it was just so cool to watch and to learn about where we came from in the history of this world um and to your point about it's easier to travel in europe yeah you hop on a train and you're in another country in two hours mm-hmm. you drive for two days and you're still in california <laughs> people don't know literally that. if you
0: go north to south yeah <laughs> Yeah. You
1: know, I've I've heard overheard people at the airport going, yeah, you know, we're staying in Sacramento, but tomorrow we're going to get up and we'll do San Diego and then we're going to do L.A. And then and I'm like, oh, no, like that is not how that works. They thought they were just unless drive you're hopping to- on a
0: plane, you're not driving around that.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll do San Francisco and then we'll head to San Diego in the morning. And I'm like, oh, that is not how that works here.
0: No, well, and it's it like you said, there's there's a lot of opportunities, even if you physically can't go there's a lot of travel shows there's a lot of documentaries and other stuff about some of these places you know i mean growing up my mother uh you know she's subscribed to national geographic yeah. so as a little kid you know part of my you know wanderlust uh for for wanting to travel was looking at those national geographic magazines and seeing some yeah, of these different places and now, having having been able to go to some of those places, it's almost what's, what's interesting, too, is it makes things richer for you when you see those places on TV, right? So, especially because I know you lived here in LA, too. I mean, you're kind of familiar with the area. So if you're watching, you know, a TV show or a movie that's actually based here, right and you've That's been exciting. to and you've been to that place before you're like oh hey they're on whatever right street yeah. or oh there's the whatever right it just kind of brings that to life to you more and so again a lot of those places where I've I've traveled to even if I'm watching something like that it, it makes it kind of come to life more sure. uh, because I've been there but the other the other thought that I had too is you know yeah like you said it's 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 a privilege. We should be grateful, you know, to be able to do that. I mean, my gosh, you know, all the places that I've been in the world, in the how world. grateful I am to have been there. But even if you can't, you don't have a passport, you can't go hop on a plane, there's places even here in the U.S., right, where you can go and still kind of experience that. Absolutely. So as an example, here in the L.A. area, there's a there's a a part of L.A., where there's the highest concentration of Vietnamese people outside of Vietnam. Well, you want to experience Vietnam without going to Vietnam, you can go hang out there.
1: Uh The restaurants, the
0: people, you're going to hear a bunch of Vietnamese spoken. um, And so you can still kind of experience some of that stuff, even in some of these big cities. I mean, we have little Ethiopia. There's. You know, Koreatown, Japan Town, Chinatown. Chinatown.
1: We went down to Olvera Street one day and walked around with the street vendors and listened to the music. And you know, there's there's <laughs> cultural pockets everywhere. And the other thing I was going to say, if you are privileged enough to travel, share that with people. Like I remember when I was in Italy and I was there for a conference, but I spent so much extra time because Rome was like so high on my list. And every day, I would kind of post what I did that day. You know, I'm like, here's the what I food I had, here are the things I saw, and my ex, not ex at the time, but my ex was like, okay, enough with the pictures of the food. Like, no one cares. Stop posting all these pictures. And I was like, well, then don't look like you don't see the pictures don't look. And I remember I woke up one morning, of course, with a time difference. And a friend of mine had private messaged me on Facebook. And she said, Kathy, thank you so much for sharing all this. I'm probably she's older. She's kind of homebound. And she said, you know, I don't get to travel anymore. She said, so every day I wake up and I get on Facebook and I go, what are Kathy and I doing today? And she felt like she was <clears throat> with me on this trip. So it's like, if you are somewhere, share what you're doing, do a quick little video, share those experiences that you're having, because just that cycles out and makes people, you know, get to live that with you. They get to have a, a richer life through you. And, yeah,
0: yeah. Cause one of my friends, her and her husband, they're retired and they're doing, I think about a six month trip now in Europe where they're actually going and living, you know, certain places. And then, I think they're going to do like some house sitting and other things like that. Right. So that they can kind of be in a place for a month watching Mm -hmm. a house or watching pets or whatever, but they can venture out and they're doing that. They actually started a Facebook group and are, and are posting, you know, a a bunch of their, you know, the videos and pictures and other stuff like that. So yeah, you can vicariously, Mm -hmm. right. Kind of, kind of uh, tag along, which is really fun. I
1: love it. And you can always do, I have relatives that used to do a house swap. They would go to Italy and the person from Italy would go to their place in San Francisco and they would do a house swap. There's a whole organization that handles stuff like that. There are Hmm. ways to travel with a budget. I mean, there are ways to work it out so that you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to travel. Uh, You just have to like, look for it. You have to get creative with it. So Mm -hmm. yay. So everyone go out travel, experience things. And if you can't, you know, do a Google search, watch some videos of some ancient places or some modern places. You get to experience so much now. The world is literally at our fingertips being online. Any final thoughts, Jason?
0: (laughs) No, I think we've, we've wrapped it up. I mean, I, I I know I can tell from personal experience that, you know, again, travel has just opened my mind up so much, right? Um, In the last few years, I haven't traveled very much, but but it's you know that's going to change again yeah but it's there there's nothing I mean to me I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on formal education but travel you know really gives you an education at a different level there's there's nothing different than I I mean I remember here, here was one of the stories I was i had to go between abu dhabi and dubai which is you know an hour and a half two hour drive something like that and so i was on a bus i, I took a bus you know one of those kind of luxury motor coachy kind of things yeah. right you know that you pay for picks you up one place drop you off the other place in the other city and i remember sitting next to a man who was russian and here we have two hours on the bus he's spoke very little English, I spoke very little Russian. But somehow for two hours, we communicated. And we tried to share with each other as much as we could, you know, with hand signals and the little words and things that we knew, but to share about where we were from. And it it was just a beautiful experience. And I've had experiences like that, literally all over the world that there's just nothing like connecting with another human being yeah. that has completely different backgrounds and just being curious and understanding what their life is like. I mean, it makes me so grateful for who I am and 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 where I live and what I've been able to experience. Mm-hmm. But also makes me more compassionate and understanding of people who are different than me, right? Because I think a lot of times the people who, who are so judgmental and hateful and angry, I think so much of the time, those people, they just are afraid of anything that's different, because they've, they've never experienced it. And they've never kind of gone there. And, and once you do, a lot of those things kind of fall fall away. Uh And you just see the world in a completely different
1: way. So And that's one of the joys of getting out of your town and doing that kind of travel. So, yay! I loved that ending. All right. Uh, go out, travel. Or like I said, get online and travel. You can do it that <laughs> you way. You can too. do it that
0: way, too. There's virtual stuff you can do. Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm Kathy Gruber. I can be reached at kathygruber.com.
0: And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See you. Yeah.